This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yeah! Is it still National Taco Day? Or is, can, can we do yes. that again? Can we find a way to, uh, to, to just run that back for a second consecutive day? I'm here for that, Slee. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like almost like Chris's birthday month. It's the same thing. <laughs> we just basically do tacos all month in October and just celebrate. That's we're here for the taco days. Why not? Right? Like, give me a reason. Give me a give me find me a person that wouldn't be into. We shouldn't do days. We should do weeks for certain of these things. Months or, yeah. or years yeah. or decades, centuries, whatever it is. We need uh, more no tacos in our lives. No one. <laughs> not one single yeah. person. You're in Vegas. How's that? I, I can't see out your window in right Vegas. there, but uh, what's going on? Yeah, so it's, um, you know, saw a couple of billboards uh, coming in from the airport yesterday, taking the taxi to the MGM. Lakers are playing at T-Mobile. And uh, a lot of them were club-related. And the first thing I thought of, I'm like, man, Travis and I really should have came out here together. Um, just, <laughs> you know, I think back of the days where when we first started our show, a lot of whistles, a lot of tequila, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of club. You know what I'm, yeah, you know what I'm talking I mean, that's, about. So that's I don't what, need to we, that's what we do. We do whistles and glow sticks and clubs and just, you know, we, yeah. we, we start our day at around midnight and we keep it going till around 7, 7.30 in the morning and then we sleep all day. That's how we roll. Same billboards from the last time I was here, which was probably, I don't even remember when I was here, maybe a year ago, something like that. It's the same thing. Nothing's changed. It's just the Vegas is just printing money like no tomorrow. The every casino is completely busy. Um, people are uh, giving their money away. I go get a water, and they're like, "That's cool, no problem, buddy." That's about five seventy-five right there. I'm like, "Guys, <laughs> you well, found is, a cheap one." Can we just one. make it five or six? <laughs> yeah, five seventy-five. That's basically free in Vegas. I don't know where you found that. You must have gone like to one of those off-brand downtown like convenience stores because they'll hit you for a ten spot before they'll do anything. I take a ten minute taxi drive just to <laughs> just so I could get cheaper water. I mean it's probably not the worst idea in the world. Speaking of that, we've already got some good ask sleaze about your your time. How much is your time worth? What are you what what are you willing to do to wait in line to save a few bucks? That's coming up at uh, at ten forty five. So you got your Lakers tonight, I know that. So you got your you're yep. there for the Laker preseason game, but I mean, we're done with this at, you know, one twelve. You got to do your Lakers daily. Um, that's probably got to get done. But after that, you got some time. What are you going to do? Got a little bit of time. Nothing crazy. I mean, it's going to be basically go get some lunch, um, figure out. Uh, I got to get down to the arena a little bit early just because of uh, our broadcast, all boring stuff that you don't want to hear about, nor does any listener. Um, can I can I throw a predicament your way and get your uh, opinion on this? So yeah. I, I made a really good decision last night. At let's go grab some uh, let's go get some dinner around eleven o'clock. That was kind of the game plan, right? Who doesn't want to have dinner at eleven o'clock? And by the way, not let's just go get dinner. Let's have a burger. Let's get a burger before you go to bed because it's probably the smartest thing to do. <laughs> T. Raj, what do you do in a situation like this? I order my food. Okay. Here, just here at the MGM. Room service, or did you go down to a place? 
uh, was not White Castle number one. And Travis, great question on the room service. Um, it, it's almost like room service to me is the original Uber Eats. Sure. Right? Where you wait. Yeah. They come. They bring the food. I don't even use Uber Eats, so you can't imagine me sitting in here 45 minutes doing nothing, waiting for my food to come. So I had to go downstairs. Okay. Go downstairs, put in the order, and uh, very simple. Just got a burger, called it a day. And then, uh, yeah, maybe 15 minutes goes by. 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes goes by. And then, uh, you know, a couple people come, sit next to, like over to my right, there's a little booth there. They sit there. They get a bottle of wine, and they're kicking back. Then they order. So their give, food. give me an idea. And then where somebody you are. else. Are you at? A, are you at a restaurant? Are you at just one of those walk-up like kind of kiosk sort of deals? Like take yeah. me through the the location. I'm a bottle service at the Cosmopolitan. Um, there's a club there that I love going to every uh, every time here. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm literally in the lobby of the MGM that okay. has a restaurant. Um, right in the middle. It might be actually, I, I think it's actually a Wolfgang Puck. It's one of those that's in the center. Yep. So you, it's it's open, so it's not even closed off. You could see everybody's And you just grab a table next to the spot. Yeah, exactly. So couple comes, they sit probably 10 minutes after I order. And then uh, another lady comes, she sits probably another 15 minutes after I order. She sits down. You still don't have your food? Tiraj. Tiraj, I'm just sitting there. I ordered 15 minutes before they did. And then next thing I see, their appetizers come. <laughs> and the next thing I look, her pasta comes. Okay? And then and I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe, should I don't know, maybe service. the burger takes a little longer. <laughs> yeah, I should have ordered room service. I'm like maybe I'm like maybe it's uh you know maybe the burger takes a little bit longer. Next thing I see, full steak comes out over on that side. Okay. I'm, I'm hallucinating. I'm looking to my left and right. I'm not paying attention. Ron, who works with us at the station, he's up here in L.A. or he's up here in Vegas, and I'm sitting having dinner with him, even though he's not eating. He already ate. Blah blah blah. I, think, I can't I think even Ron's understand been on a hunger, a hunger strike for like ten years. He's wasting away. Like Ron, Ron used to look like a normal guy, and now he looks like a normal guy who's been deflated. Like somebody stuck a pin in him, and all the air rushed out. No, you know what he looks like? Looks like he's healthy. Okay, that's what he looks like. <laughs> well, I don't he like. Looks like he's I don't like to look at it like that, but you're probably right. Healthy decisions. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know, finally, and I hate doing this. Kind of gave her the look like, uh, what are we going to do here? We the food coming out here? I think she forgot to place my order. I think well, she did. Yeah, I think when clearly. I told her, I think when I finally mentioned to her, hey, uh, is the food coming out? She was like, oh, yeah. Did she uh, this ask dude you what burger. the food was? Why don't was? we get that thing started? Did she? Because here, no, she didn't. here's the tell. If she says, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's coming out right away, then maybe she did, but she remembered. Because if she said, oh, right, what did you have again? <laughs> then that's a, the dead, <laughs> that you're, you're dead. At that point, you're starting from scratch. Re, re, hit the reset button, start the timer. You still got another 10 or 12 minutes to go. But if she just said, yep, it's coming right out, then at least she remembered that she took your order and just forgot to put it in. I was waiting for her to come by and just say, hey, I uh, really appreciate you guys coming here. Let me grab, grab you guys a couple menus. <laughs> Did she at least throw you a, a beer or something? Just try to try to make Nothing. it right. No, I didn't get it. Nothing. No, I didn't get it. Just finish your water. Here's some ice and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, maybe you get some of those Good little burger. Those little <laughs> oyster crackers that are on the table. Sometimes it's just uh, you know start to eat some of those along the way. That's hey, I'm, I'm almost full on crackers. Is my is my burger coming out anytime soon? Was it good at least? That could be. I can make that like a full meal. Those crackers, no problem. A little no salt problem. I can just pepper, keep eating those. Some sweet and lows. 15 minutes goes by, and I'm still just eating them. Yeah, just so, was it burger was good. good. Yeah, right. burger was solid. All yeah. right. 
Yeah, it's so, been melted cheese on there. Game tonight. Is there? They have two games, right? Yeah, today and tomorrow. Do they play Phoenix? And give me the other one. Is it Golden State? Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota. They go Minnesota tomorrow, and then uh, they still have. It's actually on this preseason. Preseason. We actually get to see some decent teams. So Phoenix today. Minnesota tomorrow will obviously be in the playoff hunt, be a playoff team. And then Golden State, I um, can't remember what day that is. That might be on Sunday, but coming up as well. You know what? You you kind of dropped the ball on something. I got I to gotta give you a, a hard time about this because I really feel like had you mentioned to me that the Laker-Hulu series was good, that I would have gone and watched it. Because last night I'm watching TV, and I, I forget what I was watching. I think it was just Sports Center. And all of a sudden, they go to an episode of the Hulu series that's on ESPN, right? Terrific show. <laughs> like, you guys you, you guys really should have told me that that's you good. You are unfreaking I, I really deeply enjoyed it. It was about the beginning of the Shaq and Kobe era. It was about Del Harris trying to find it's a way to episode. coach that team. It's about Phil Jackson coming in and making Shaq drag a log through a lake in Montana. It was it was terrific about the romance between Jeannie and Phil Jackson. It, there wasn't any part about it that I wasn't completely riveted by. You should have mentioned something. Yeah, this is one of those moments where – um, if you push too hard on Trav, he's out. If I if I try to oversell, and me trying to sell you on the Lakers is the worst sales. Yeah, that's a double win. Because you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. You're... He has to find it himself. Well, yeah, they, I, I, I mean, guess apparently, apparently it's got to work really out the way he have did. You, I could give him all the recommendations of the world, and he's going to walk it? away. And say, no, I'm not going to that restaurant. Have you seen it? It's really good. I would, I would highly recommend. Like if you get a, if you get an opportunity to spend, I think it was an hour and fifteen, and maybe it was an hour thirty. Really deeply enjoyed it. I, all the bus kids are in it. They're telling stories about their dads. <laughs> uh, it, it was just, it was great. You get to see vintage Kobe and Shaq. They've got uh, all the old Lakers like Nick Van Exel, Eddie Jones, Rick. Fox, Derek Fisher, it's terrific. You should really yeah, have real. made a, a concerted effort to make sure that our audience knew about that. Sliwa, did you not know that there's a huge Laker contingency in Los Angeles? <laughs> you should you should know that. You should know that. My favorite my favorite part is the episode you're talking about probably came out a month ago. It's probably <laughs> not, out a month. Not ago. to me, it didn't. It came out last night. I think it was about 7 o'clock. Maybe a little earlier because I remember I flipped over and saw the beginning of the Dodger game. So it was probably about 6 o'clock. Started about 6 o'clock and got to, you know, I let it play for about 10 minutes and then I could skip through all the commercials. It was a, it was a great way to spend a, a Tuesday night. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to when does the Unreal. next episode drop? When does, when does that come out so I can get caught up? Were there any before that that I might want to go back and see? You should go see The Last Dance. It came, that came out. On it after. just came out. Swear it to God. Just came hand out. to God. Immediately <laughs> after the episode ended last night, it went to like episode three of The Last Dance. It was it was of really, course it did. I'm like, why what does ESPN have on tonight? Like, why are we watching The Last Dance, you know, a year and a half after it came? And by the way, watched a good chunk of yeah. that too. <laughs> really enjoyed that all over again. Did they um did they go in, cut into the Aaron Judge stuff? Did you see it live? Or they no? did it all day yesterday. I, I did. I, I managed to see that oh, one. Oh, you yesterday. saw it live? I did. So they did it all day. Start when we were on because they had a double header yesterday. They played one that started like nine o'clock our time um, in mm -hmm. Texas, or maybe it was ten. Doesn't matter. Um, and and I saw it. And then by the time I was home, they were playing the second game of the double header. So I did get to see. It was it was great. It was you know I wish it had more of that little juice, that little punch that uh, it used yeah. to have. It doesn't. You know for for all the obvious reasons that. This is the price you pay when you let your record book get blown up and no one knows what's real and what's not. 
You know, I, I think Aaron Judge is real. I don't know. I, I, I thought, you know, McGuire and Sosa and Bonds and all that was really cool. I don't know. It just, the, the whole thing is just totally blown up, but I did get to see it live. It was exciting. You think, you think it's that, or do you think it's just, I don't know, different times? You know, and, and I'm, I'm, cause I'm, I'm with you in the, Listen, I, I I think it's really cool. I'm happy he hit it. I think yesterday we were talking about, I'm like, is he going to actually get to 62? Just Can you just pass him? Can you just get to that number? It seems like that's the number. Um, but I wasn't – definitely wasn't going out of my way. Saw it on Twitter. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then immediately I was like, I wonder who caught the ball and how much money he's going to okay, get. Okay, random – just random occurrence. So the 61st, right, was caught mm-hmm. by an NFL reporter's uh, husband who's like a, the bullpen catcher or something. The guy that caught 62 last night is the husband of another NFL reporter, another woman who's a NFL team really? reporter. Yeah, how how weird is that? I, unless I read it wrong, and I'm pretty sure I didn't, but yeah, two different husbands of television personalities caught those home runs. So, I uh, how about I, the guy? How about the guy that jumps off if oh, you're yeah. facing and you see that hey, he just jumps down? A couple and, million and bucks, probably sitting there. Couple, I know. Couple, I, know. I mean, a couple million bucks to fall. What, what was that? 10, 12 feet. I mean, it's up there. It's not like it's a it's a foot or two. It's a it's a drop. But would you attempt to jump twelve or fifteen feet for two million? I would. You can fix a well, lot of knees and ankles for two million bucks. Yeah, when I'm sitting here inside of a hotel room looking through a Zoom, very comfortable and cozy, I say yes. <laughs> if that moment happens and I'm looking down and it's four feet, I'm trying to go around and get to the stairs. You might give it a shot. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> you're not getting to the stairs. you got a belly flop on that thing from 15 feet. <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot. All right, Dodgers have one more today. Um, they got 110 wins in the bank. They've had a great season, but starting to hear some more little ripples that make me go, what are you guys doing over there? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Little Vegas-related early Ask Slee. Are you ready, Al? Sure. All right, here you go. This is from Brian, who writes, Do you stay and watch the person who just took the slot machine you won nothing on to see if they win? (laughs) that's oh that's good no i I want out if i'm out i don't even want to know what happened i don't want to know if that person is walking away with a new mercedes benz i don't want to know anything (laughs) do you do do you hit slots i've never been a slot once in a while if you're just grabbing a drink you might fire a few bucks into a video poker but slot machines i just i can't get there that's not for me the only thing that i'll play and i have not played i mean i just got here yesterday 
I like poker. Like I like just sitting down and getting completely hustled on the tables. I appreciate when I think I know what I'm doing. And then there's sharks out here in Vegas that wait for people like me. Um, that to me, I find entertaining. Everything else, I don't really no don't dice really get into. No, 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 no blackjack. No pie gal. Blackjack maybe blackjack to me is kind of like your slots where it's like you don't go to it, but maybe just a quick a couple hands here and there. But uh, poker, I think that's the one that I, I feel like I could actually sit at a table and I could control how much I'm going to lose, and then I just lose whatever I I came in with. You gotta you gotta give craps a try. So I, I was never a craps guy until a buddy of mine's like, okay. I'm going to just give you a couple of basic bets and you will get hooked so fast. There's so many things going on. You can actually, mm. the odds are, are of all the games that are in there, the odds are most in your favor in that one. It's still not great, but it's the best that you're going to find. And there's 10,000 things happening every time they throw those dice. It's awesome. And, and by the way, you're still going to lose. You're, you're still, you're still going to walk away uh, you know, 20 or 40 bucks lighter than you started with. But it is, uh, it's a good time. You should just go down there and say, I don't know what I'm doing. Here's my 40 bucks. Entertain me for 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, I, and I also ask every time I play, especially if I play um, any of the table games or any of that stuff, I always ask for a receipt. And then I just bring it back to the station and I expense it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this was um, you know uh, yeah. entertainment cost with clients, right? Yep. Just, I, I I lent yep. him ten dollars to the craps table. <laughs> I put it under my Chipotle receipt, and then I hope nobody notices. Oh, by the that. way, that that's a fun game yeah. that we could spend some time on. The little expense report tricks that we've all tried in ten ten thousand different ways. We you know, let me just see if I can slide this one in there, and you can get away with it for a while, right up until you can't, yep. and then you got to go back to the letter of the law. Hey, I'm going to bring my expenses. I'm going to bring my flight ticket, and then I'm also going to record mileage too. You, no, no, Al, you don't get mileage for the taxi. Oh, okay. Got it. Did I didn't ever, know that. Did you ever try to slide some movies in there? I'm just saying that that may have been something that I've heard of at one point or another. Like, eh, I got some, some movie st- stubs that I'll throw in there, see if we can get that covered. All right. Um, why is the why is it, why is it taxes on your house in your expenses? <laughs> yeah. It's a good question. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, you were probably traveling, so I'm, I'm assuming you didn't see this. So I want to set the stage for you a little bit. Um, okay. During the Dodger game last night, Julio was pitching, um, which we'll talk about in just one second. But um, Andrew Friedman was in the booth with Oral and Joe. And they got him for an extended period of time because somebody flew a drone over the field. So they had to clear the field and there was a good, I don't know, eight or 10 minute delay where they were getting the drone out of there. So they got a nice long extended interview with Andrew Friedman. And it was, they talked about roster construction. They talked about, you know, the players and the impending postseason and all of the things that we've all talked about a a million different ways. And it was great. And, And he's a fascinating guy. Um, he said something out that was was interesting to me because it 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 had um, kind of echoes of what Dave Roberts had said earlier in the week, where Dave was talking about looks, and I, I understand that there's a subset of people that look at this only as World Series or bust, but you really have to appreciate what we've done over the course of the last six months. That whole conversation, right? So, Friedman last night was was telling the story, and and, and I, I wish I had the sound, but it, I'm going to paraphrase here, but this is mostly right, and the, 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 the tone of it is right. He said, I don't subscribe to the idea that there are 29 failures in Major League Baseball and only one success. That I, I can't look at it like that because 
what we've done this season is incredibly difficult to do. It's it's historic that we've won this many games, and I just can't look at it like it's 29 failures and one success. And it was just kind of the the reinforcement of this idea of, hey, listen, we can still have a good season, a great season, if we don't win the World Series. Now, he also said, listen, we all want to win the World Series. We're going to be devastated if we don't. It's not like he left that out. But I thought it was interesting that for the second time in about a week or so that the president of the team, the manager of the team, are both singing from the same book, which says, hey, listen, we want to win the World Series more than anything else, but don't discount what we've done during the regular season because that's pretty cool, too. It's It was interesting to me. Don't you say that – this is in a – and I think you and I – we weren't exactly on the same page with Dave Roberts on some of the stuff that he said, but I feel like both what Dave Roberts said and what, what Friedman says here, that's usually what you say when the World Series is over, when your season is over. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel both of those remind me of a chat or a conversation or a presser that, hey, we had a great season. Braves beat us in seven, and there's just they're a really good team over there. There's a reason why they're back at the World Series for you know the second year in a row. I don't know why these – I'm going to go back to what I said a couple of – I don't know what the meaning of saying all this now is. You're um, a team that's won 110-plus games. You have the highest payroll in baseball. Uh, you've gone through this year with just an unbelievable – you continue to prove that your franchise is just better than a lot of the other franchises out there. You've created this over 10 years, this expectation, we're going to be in the playoffs every single year because literally they've been in the playoffs every single year. I don't. I, I I kind of pause when I hear these quotes, or I, mm. I like you're just mentioning here. I don't know what the purpose of it is. I almost feel like I'm being that's set up, question. and I, I, that that that's exactly but, like the what, what what why is this the jump off why? point? Why? They, yeah. Why? They, yeah. And and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to one thing that you just said there when. I, I when I hear it, it, you can you can be reasonable and say, hey, look, I see where these guys are coming from. But the Dodgers are not the Mariners. They're not the Padres. They're not, you know, the whole, I don't believe in only, you know, 29 teams were unsuccessful when the year is over. That's mm-hmm. that's actually very true. And there are teams that are in the postseason that probably walk away when they get eliminated or by the end of this weekend or in a week or whenever it is that say, hey, you know what? We didn't win the World Series, but damn, that was a good year and it's a step in the right direction. The Dodgers have already done all that. So it's like they've they've created this... this um, They've created this thing where the only expectation is to win a World Series. I just get confused when I hear those quotes. It sounds like something you would say when you don't win a World Series, not walking yeah, into a playoff Yeah, I, I think run. that's it. I think you're right. Because, look, if you're – pick a couple of teams. If you're the Phillies, if you're the Mariners, if you're the Padres, if you are uh, the, the Guardians, right – if the Mets made it to the World Series, that's a damn good year. It, it is. It, but for those other teams, it's already been a good year. If the Padres win a series, it's a better year. They've already accomplished mm-hmm. something they haven't had in a long time. It can only get better from here for a lot of those teams. The Dodgers, they, they really don't have a, hey, we didn't get it all done, but we still feel like we accomplished what we were setting out to accomplish. And I understand that the world's I, – I, I actually agree with the sentiment of all this. I agree that Dave Roberts is saying, listen, you, you can be a all-or-nothing guy if you want, but people that understand understand that what we've done already is remarkable. It, it's it's only, only one National League team has ever won more games than we have. That is an exceptional accomplishment that should be enjoyed, that should be celebrated, and should be really treated with a great deal of reverence. 
but it goes together with the if you don't do it, it kind of takes a little bit of the shine off of all of that stuff. And I get it that in a short series, in a five-game series, in a seven-game series, you have one bad night or the other guy has a pitcher that just is lights out. Look, Justin Verlander's throwing a no-hitter every other week, it seems like. that You run into a guy like that, it's it's baseball. I get it. But that they're opening with this is really odd to me. And it just kind of smacks of, I don't know how much that they're already kind of softening the ground for a hey listen we ran into Scherzer and DeGrom hey listen Max Fried locked us up mm. twice hey listen we you know all of a sudden I, you know, what do you know that Blake Snell and you Darvish and Joe Musgrove just had nights of their lives I I yeah maybe I understand that all of those things are possible but why are we doing that before it's even started I just don't like it well it, it's one of the it's actually one of the great compliments to the Dodgers is when when your franchise is considered there's kind of only one of two ways this thing goes. You either won the whole thing or you didn't. And there aren't too many franchises that can have – you can have true, real, realistic conversations about that's the expectation. It's a compliment to them. It really mm-hmm. is. But the and, – and I think that kind of embracing that um, is – it's the right thing to do. And I'm, and I'm not telling you that they're not embracing it. And I know that, you know, we could sit here. Dave Roberts and, uh, and Andrew Friedman are not setting up the Dodgers losing to the Braves or the Mets. or that, that's, that's not the purpose right. of their quotes. But when I hear those quotes, it is a head scratcher. It's like, guys, you, you really – all you really have to say is it's incredibly hard to win a World Series. We're as set up as anybody else out there. And we'll do everything possibly to go win a World Series. And if we don't win it, of course, it's an incredible disappointment. I'd leave it at that. <laughs> I don't even know why there's like the outs of, well, you know, kind of leaving yourself mm-hmm. with an out or saying that 29 other teams are not just all of a sudden considered unsuccessful. That doesn't need to be the case. But for the Dodgers, it is considered unsuccessful if you don't win the World Series. That's just the reality of it. I'm curious what Dodger fans think about it. 877-710-3776, 877-710-ESPN. What goes through your mind when you hear those comments? Is it is it factually true? Is it just appreciate what you have while you have it? Or is it a, no, that is 29 failures and one success. 877-710-ESPN. Plus, there's this. Julio brought up, kind of kind of out of left field, honestly, the 60-game uh, World Series title that they have. That's also rattling around out there. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710-ESPN. All right, we're going to get to your phone calls on the Dodgers coming up here in just one second. But, Slee, I, uh, we got a little bit of delay going on your Comrex unit that you have in your uh, suite there in Vegas. Did Berg was telling me that you were like your own IT guy last night. Yeah. Did you have to like unscrew this thing and get under the hood, or did you just start pressing buttons? Um, that's a good question, and uh, apparently I wasn't good enough. Um, <laughs> so I, I probably got in, get to the hotel room about 6.30, and first thing I'm going to do – is uh, test right? You got to kind of test our unit out, make sure we're all good to go. Yeah, it wasn't working. So um, <laughs> there, there's a there's a Wi-Fi. Guest That's, by the way, on. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that is. Yeah. I don't know if there's a worse feeling than that uh, when you're source. you're on yeah. the road to do the show or whatever. We just I don't want to bore anybody, but you get these little boxes that you can plug into the internet and you can do the show. Mm-hmm. And and nine out of ten times it works great, but the one time it does like. Oh, no, I'm screwed. I, I have no <laughs> shot at fixing this. So I know the feeling you're talking about. When you turn it on, you're like, nope, that didn't work. So there's the – we we have um, – there's 
MGM gives me a Wi-Fi guest line like to call. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I'm supposed to talk to some random person about our Comrex? Right. I don't know what the hell is going on. A what? Uh, about about <laughs> 9 o'clock. So start at 6.30. About 9 o'clock, there's a firewall, this, that. I'm basically ready to run a course on YouTube that just let everybody know if you ever run into this. Um, 9 o'clock, it's basically cleared through. So now we can do what we need to do, able to test it. But uh, yeah, still got a little, still got a little delay there, Trev. Did My you, apologies. Did you try to get Adam Bronstein on the phone at any point during your afternoon? Abrani was the first call at six thirty. He really was. And on top of that, it was Berg yesterday telling me on my way out. He's like, "You should probably call Bronny." I'm like, "Yeah, we'll call. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll call Adam." Well, see if you can find them. There's got to be like a uh, Comrex tune-up store in the in the MGM. There's <laughs> there's everything else, right? You can buy a Fendi scarf and uh, <laughs> some perfume. But uh, there's got to be a Comrex unit somewhere uh, in there. That is good. A Fendi scarf <laughs> and the Comrex unit. By the way, I've never understood this about Vegas. I mean, maybe it's okay. just that there's a lot of whales and a lot of people with a lot of money and why the hell not. But for the vast majority of people that go to Vegas, right, you're going there to have a good time, have a few drinks, gamble a little bit, see the sights, right? Who's in Who's in the market when you're just kind of you're, you're fresh off the bus from Topeka? And you roll into <laughs> Vegas, and your first thing is, you know, I'm going to hit the Hermes store and pick up a couple of $2,500 scarves. Like, who, well, they don't have any of those in Topeka. I understand, but it just doesn't feel like that's the thing that you're supposed to go get. I'm always confused well, by that. when you win, Alex. you have a bunch of money. And to then buy go, scarves? Hey, you've got to <laughs> get your, your gal something nice or I your you know, other gals. I, I, would, I would think that that's like, you know, I can put Junior through community college, or I can, I can pay my mortgage. No, we're spending that now. <laughs> yeah, we're going to yeah, that's Trev, don't be money. a loser, bro. That that Hermes and <laughs> is much better, more important. I, I've, have you ever walked through there, Al? Like I've I've been, I'm oddly fascinated by places like that. There's like six items in the whole store, and the cheapest mm-hmm. thing is like nine grand. It's like you what, know what, more, what is this? You place? know what I'm more. I'm more fascinated not what they're selling, but who's in there who's actually buying. Like I just want to stare at them. I want to ask questions. I want to see a W nine. I want to know how much they paid in their taxes last <laughs> the, year. The guys that are in there are Laker players and Mike Tyson. <laughs> Those Floyd like, Mayweather. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are the guys that are shopping. It's like it's LeBron, AD, Russ, and, and Floyd Mayweather. Those, you, you are, those people, are the customers. You know how people will have, like, on Instagram, they'll have, I don't know, all their, uh, all their, it could be jewelry, it could be, uh, like you're saying, some of the Prada, Prada this, like, <laughs> yeah. all high-end items, and then, like, a stack of cash. We should do one of those where it's, like, $38 total, okay? <laughs> we have a Kirkland sweater is our gear. And then sleeve you know, of golf throw balls. it up on the grab. <laughs> throw it up on the grab. And a sleeve of Pro V1s. There you go. The Travis Slee uh, outlet store at the uh, MGM Grand. Outstanding. All right, so we're talking about the Dodgers, and here they are. Got 110 wins. One more today. Playoffs will start um, on Tuesday, and we'll figure out who they're going to play, whether Mets or Padres are the most likely opponents. Um and both Dave Roberts and Anna Freeman are like, listen, we've accomplished a great deal this season, but you know we want to win the World Series. It's it's an, it's the goal of ours. It'll be incredibly disappointing if we don't. But don't just dismiss what we've done so far this season. Want to get your thoughts on it? Let's start in West Hills with David. David, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on? 
Hey guys, how's it going? Um, so the, the mentality that everybody seems to be subscribing to is if you're not one, if you're one of the 29 and you didn't win the World Series, you're not a loser. To me, you're a loser. The goal is to win a title. Like the great Ricky Bobby said, if you're not first, <laughs> you're last. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, David. I'm all, I'm here for a good Talladega Nights quote. I like that. But I think the reason that that line is in the movie, Al, if I could just be an, an, a serious adult for a second, yeah. is the ridiculousness of the statement, right? That's why it's funny that, that there's only one winner in the world and everyone else is a loser or your last. is. It's just the reason it's funny is because it's not true. You only You're last. in this particular case, specifically for the Dodgers, it does feel true. It's the uh, I'm going to go back to something I said. It, it's the ultimate compliment when 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 you have a team where it's basically hey you won it all or you didn't and nothing else matters. Let me go to the NFL real quick. The Kansas City Chiefs, if they get to the AFC Championship and lose, is that a successful season or not for the Kansas City Chiefs this I, upcoming year? I would say no. I would say no as well. Okay, if the um, if the Chargers got to the AFC Championship and lost, is that a successful season or no? Yes. It is. And and so not all teams are created equal. It's a compliment to there's only a select amount of franchises that realistically, we're not talking we're not being crazy or anything. Realistically that your expectation is you won it and it was deemed successful, you lost it and it was a lost season. Dodgers are that they are the top of that category in Major League Baseball. You can like you you know you mentioned there's a few teams there. The Astros are they won 100 plus games. The Yankees are a pretty damn good team. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Braves won it last year. But if you said, "Hey, rank all of those teams." I'd put the Dodgers first of no those question. teams. And so I I think that the I don't want to get lost in the the, the quote is perfect. If you're not first, you're last. Like that, that you're right. It's hundred percent funny and it's ridiculous. But there's certain franchises where that's the expectation, and it's not. It's not a well. You're the Lakers, and the only thing that matters is a championship. Yeah, well, go go tell me how the Lakers are going to win a championship this year. It's unrealistic. It's realistic for the Dodgers. All right, let's try another one here. Let's go to um, Ontario and Richard. Richard, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Richard? Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, uh, no, so I think that winning 110 games is a great feat. It's nothing to look down upon. However, I do think that living in L.A., we're expected to just win. And a, and anything less than a World Series it, it is a failure, I guess. Thanks. You got it, Richard. I, I Honestly, so I missed part of that. He was dropping in and out. So I, I think I think he's using in. my Wi-Fi. Can you shoot Richard Bronny's phone number? See if, <laughs> see, see if he can troubleshoot Richard's uh, iPhone or whatever he was calling us in on. That, didn't, that was not a That's great. That good. was like a tin can and a string. Let's, uh, First the Fendi bag, <laughs> now this. You're on one today, man. Hey, you're got, on one. I've got some moments. Uh, let's go to Pasadena. Orlando in Pasadena. Orlando, you're on with Travis. Orlando, you're on with Travis. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. I also wanted to say uh, that Ricky's Bobby's dad also said he was high when he said, "If you're not, if you're first, you're last." <laughs> so just uh, just putting that, that out there. I don't know. So thank you, Orlando. That's that's a very good point. That the kind of. I mean- Butters is context. what I was saying is that, man, I was high when I said that, right? That's what, what Ricky Bobby's dad said because it is a ridiculous – by the way, 
that here we are 1041 on a Wednesday morning and we're deconstructing the if you're not Talladega first your last yep. Ricky Bobby quote I think speaks to where we are in this Dodger season that we've been waiting for six months to get to where we are today that the season ends and now we get to start the playoffs here in a few days but I, I do think that it is – and by the way, everybody's like, oh, it's really cool they won 110 games, but I think this is exactly what Dave and Andrew Friedman were getting at. Don't just blast part past the part where you say they won 110 games. One team in 100-plus years has won more than that. One. Okay, one National League team. And I think that's what they're getting at, that before you go to the, yeah, but they got to win the World Series, they're saying, can you just take a beat and appreciate that we won 110, maybe 111? Can we just at least take five seconds to appreciate how remarkable of an accomplishment that was? I think that's what they're trying to hammer home to Dodger fans. But what Dodger fans are hearing, and I don't blame them, is – Hey, you know, just if we don't win the World Series again, just don't don't be so mad at us because we won 110 games. That's that's what they're hearing, even though that's not what's being said. So, and that's I feel like that's a separate conversation. That's okay. That's that's actually I'm okay to if if you want to <clears throat> if you're if you're it's describing the Los Angeles Dodgers this year, and there's a full paragraph on the regular season. I'm all in on that. Right, like the the 110 wins, this is unbelievable accomplishment. We set a franchise record. By the way, three years in a row, we're 106 plus. This is really cool what we've done in the regular season. Paragraph N, and then you start talking about the postseason. They're just they're two separate conversations. I don't like merging them together. All right, we're gonna take more of your Dodger phone calls coming up here in just a little bit. But right now, it's time for our stat hero of the day, and that belongs to Julio Urias. He becomes the first Mexican-born player to win the National League ERA title. He finishes the regular season with an ERA of 2.16. He just misses out on Major League Baseball uh, ERA title. Justin Verlander was just he was below two. I think it was 176 for Verlander. But a great season from Julio. We'll find out. When whether or not he ends up winning the Cy Young as well. Probably not going to happen, but certainly another great season for him. All right, Slee. So I'm going to start with a Vegas-themed um, Ask Slee. You ready? Okay. Sure. Okay. This is from our pal Aaron Palmer, who is tweeting in the community. He is an active participant in the Travis Slee Show. Aaron, as always, thank you. Slee, you've got two eights, and the dealer is showing a king. Split them or hit? Hashtag Ask Slee. Um, hmm. I think I'm gonna lose my money if I split. Cause even if I get uh ten Jack King whatever it is, I'm still. I don't think I'm splitting. I don't think I'm hitting either. I think I'm staying put. Is that a is that a is that a uh, unbreakable law that I have to stop at? I I can't stop at sixteen. Well, the math will tell you that you should hit a sixteen, right? That sixteen is going to lose just about every time, and it, you there's enough cards in the deck that will is keep it you seventeen under that you basically Se- seventeen stop? is the yeah. one where you can stop right there. But you're right, don't split the eight. Why lose twice? You're going to lose once for sure. Why lose twice, right? <laughs> so you 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 got that one right. Good job, Slee. I'm very I'm very happy that that went the way that it did. Uh, now I, 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 I have faith way. that you're coming back with. I'm some losing of your money. either way. This is very good. Uh, the Dirty Wizard writes. When, hey, Slee, when someone won't let you sleep because of snoring, do you gently wake them or do you do the accidental hit in the ribs? Hashtag ask Slee. I wake them. Yeah, I give them my, I, I wake them up. A, hey, a soft um, little shoulder shake or do you just kind of inadvertently, yeah. air quotes, kick them? 
Okay, so I'm I'm lucky where Lady Slee doesn't snore, but yeah, you know, every once in a while there might be a might be breathing a little hard. Just a quick got a, little got a cold or something. Kind of grab of the shoulder, <laughs> grab of the shoulder. Hey, hey, psst. and uh, let her know that uh, it's getting a little loud over there. And then we both go back to sleep. So I I'm far less subtle than that. I will just do that thing where I accidentally We've talked about it. You kick get a her karate chop. <laughs> yeah, just I. And, and by the way, it's like Susan's pretty sound sleeper, so. 50 mm-hmm. 50 that it works at all and then i gotta go with the okay now i gotta roll over to the other side and i really gotta let that kick go i'm basically matt gay at that point trying to wake her up to make sure that she rolls over do you say before you do anything do you say sweep the legs and then you do it <laughs> Ooh, back to back for the dirty wizard how about this I, I had to double check that i knew what this was lee so uh if you okay. don't don't feel bad how good were you at skip it hashtag ask Slee. Do you know what that was? Skip it. So it's that thing that you tie around one of your ankles, and it had like a ball on a string, oh, and you I would swing it around, about. and you'd have to hop over it as it swung back I around. Know what you're talking about. Ankles? Oh, yeah. Awful. Yeah, I was awful at it. It was there was coordination. My left leg, I don't know what it was doing. The my hands are flailing all over the place. No, it was a mess. It was a mess. Emily, were you any good at it? I was good at it. It was like one of the things I would like go out and do for hours in the street. Well, this your double dutch skills would yeah, pay off in this. I, I used to be a good jumper. It now seems not like so this much. This is her lane. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Well, so here's the thing. I, I can I be immodest for a second, Slee? Sure. I'm actually a pretty good athlete. I, I I am good at a lot of things. I can throw things. I can. You're coordinated. I, I'm coordinated. That's a that's a better way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. I, I I am really good at ball and stick things. I, I I'm okay. Mm-hmm. When it comes to my feet, skateboards, surfboards, skis, uh, <laughs> anything like that, I am the biggest dork in the history. I, I can't I can't do any of those things. I'm surprised I didn't break my other ankle trying to do a skip it. That's how bad I am at that stuff. What's your max leg press? I don't know. What that <laughs> I can. Means, no, I'm strong, I'm but what sure. you said to me, yeah. like I need, like a jumping jack is a challenge for me. Like just trying to get mm-hmm. the feet and the arms working at the same point, it's a bad deal. Uh, all right, John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton, do you wait the extra twenty minutes to get gas at Costco, or is your time more valuable than cheap gas? Hashtag Ask Slee. I'm not going to wait the 20 minutes, but am I going to pass a gas station because the price is too high and then end up having to drive an extra 10 minutes? Like, <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever convince yourself that this is the right move, but then if you actually add up the time or you add up the money that you thought you were going to save and just the, it's the exact same? I do that more than sit at Costco and wait the 20 minutes. Yeah, you got to do the math, right? You got to figure, okay, this is 10 cents a gallon cheaper, 20 cents a gallon cheaper. How long am I waiting? Am I saving two bucks? Am I saving eight bucks? There's, you got to do the math because there is that number. If you're telling me I'm going to save eight bucks, I'll wait 20 minutes. If it's two, eh, I think I'll just keep it moving to Chevron or mobile or something. I don't need to do that. That's the uh, by the way that is the if I'm looking at it and it's like it's 575 and the other one is 549 and it's 4 miles away I'm like we should go there I should drive the extra 4 miles <laughs> and you might well you might run into a Del Taco you have never you have no idea what's waiting for you over there um what's the most out of character song on your playlist and why is it staying alive Hashtag #askslee <laughs> so I can't do Playlist, no, because everything is just either Pandora, which Emily Commercial loves. free. Exactly. Commercial <laughs> free. 
But I have artists that are on there that, you know, they'll just play random music from there. Let me take a quick look here. I know Sade is on here, which is a, you know, that one's a, that one's a little random. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else I have here that's a little off the radar. Do you know I mean, like, for instance, there's, there might Etta be. Etta James. Etta okay. James. All right. That's not bad. But, like, yeah. I have a couple of Britney Spears in my in my phone. I'm just saying that you'd probably not think that it's in there. It's in there. It brings back a very specific time in my life. Just saying that music is very associative, right? Like, it makes you think of certain things in certain places and makes me think of the yellow uh, python. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I like that video. Uh, okay, I think I found one. So Randomly you have the video, added. not the song. <laughs> I don't have the video. Oh. The video makes me. The song makes me think of the video, okay. which puts a smile on my face. I have Christmas radio on here. There you Literally go. Literally just a radio like, station. In, in July, you just want to hear a little uh, <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a little Mariah Carey. Just something to get you in the spirit of the season. Wait, can't wait for Christmas. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Oxnard and Brian. Hashtag Astley. What do you got, Brian? Hey, what's up? Um, so it's the day of your, of your funeral. Everyone's crying and sobbing and giving you your roses, Sliwa. The moment is now coming where you're in your casket, being put into the ground to be buried. What is the one song of your choice that's playing out loud as you're going under and saying your final farewell? Pony. <laughs> it's not Morales. <laughs> um, not staying alive as they lower him into the ground. <laughs> Bob Marley. It's going to be Bob Marley, and it's going to be one of his good five songs, either a Roots Rock Reggae or um, it's going to be something along those lines. By the way, my, yeah. my not That's staying perfect alive right there, needs more respect than you. the three of you I are giving left. it. I left. <laughs> you, I okay, you're, 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 you're accepted from my criticism. You're right. You did, so you get out of it. Um, take me out to the ball game. That just to, just to make people go, what the hell is going on here? Why what, did did we hit the wrong button? Here's the ball game on the, the ground. That's right. That's that's it. Thong song, Cisco. <laughs> Not oh. a bad way to do it. Uh, one more here. When's the last time you had a cigar, and what type was it? Hashtag Astley. Not a cigar guy, so it's been a really, really long time since I had one. I can't even tell you what type it was, but it was probably Swisher. over 10 years ago. What did you say, uh, Taylor? Swisher. A Swisher Sweet? <laughs> like, I don't think anybody well, Swiss, yeah, over the Swisher, age of 15. I think you're taking the tobacco out of that one. <laughs> it might be transferring something else in there. We, I was probably, I don't know, 16 or 17, and we were playing poker at one of my buddy's house, and we thought we were going to be big guys and get cigars, and you know we are going to really do it right. And somebody went to 7-Eleven and got a pack of Swisher Sweets. I've never been so sick in my entire life. Just <laughs> the, the most flavor. T- the, yeah, they're, they're like cherry and green. Grape and they're just the the single worst thing in the world. But uh, did, were you a Swisher Sweets man, Taylor? I could just see Slee doing that and taking the tobacco out. I yeah, just got to take it, it, as long as we're we're using putting something else in there. That's fine. I mean, I always smoke a Swisher Sweet before I go to bed. Always in the hotel room at the MGM. Yeah, those are. Uh, I don't know if we'll be getting the Swisher Sweet account anytime soon here at, on the Travis Slee Show. All right, LeBron James and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Not cool. They're they're not okay with each other. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.